Please be seated. I've been going back and forth on how I'm going to greet you this morning. Was I going to say, Happy Christ the King Sunday? Or in what is gaining more popularity, Happy Reign of Christ Sunday? Or was I going to go with Happy New Year's Eve? Happy New Year's Eve because this is the last Sunday of the church year. Now, both would have been appropriate but I think I'll stick with good morning. <laughs> we just heard from the reading of the gospel from John, and if that reading sounds like it might be a bit familiar, it is because it is popular with the Holy Week Good Friday services. But it makes its way back today to speak to Jesus' kingship. While there is a great deal to unpack here in this gospel lesson this morning, what moved me was the last line of the reading. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice, God's voice. So I'm curious, has God spoken to any of you before? You know what I mean, like he does in the Old Testament. When we think about God speaking to us, I think about the clouds rolling back and a light shining down and a loud, voluminous voice speaking from the sky. A kind of Hollywood Ten Commandment moment with God. Wouldn't that be awesome? So far, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but I think we should not give up hope. Just because we haven't heard from God in that Hollywood moment doesn't mean that God is not speaking to us. The scriptures tell us that God is fully capable of speaking to his people at any time and at any place he likes. Let me share a little secret with you. God is speaking to us every day. It's done through the scriptures, the reading and study of the word, it is done through our interactions with each other, a connection with each other that moves us closer to God. And it's done through our hearts. Rumi, a 13th century Parisian poet, says that the heart is its own language. The heart knows a 100,000 ways to speak. The most common language of the heart is to be quiet and assuring. I believe this language is the language that enables us to communicate with God. It was Elijah who described the voice of God as a still, small voice. It is a quiet voice that we hear inside our soul. It is a still, small voice. But I can tell you from my own experience it is not always easy to hear. We have to be really tuned in and listening to hear from God. This still small voice is the voice that I have come to know and recognize. Listening for this voice took some real effort. At first, I didn't trust it. To be honest, at first, I couldn't even quite grasp it 
I would almost describe it as an echo, fleeting the moment I heard it. I had to get out of my head and listen with my heart. I would describe the voice for me as kind of a suggested course of action or a realignment of my thinking or a pulling in my heart. The pull in my heart is my favorite. This is when I've heard the voice of God. Part of my seminary courses was chaplaincy work at Good Samaritan Hospital in Los Angeles, an Episcopal hospital located in the heart of LA. I visit the patients in the emergency room in the ICU. Now this was a scary and rewarding part of my ministry. Scary because we walk into the rooms with little or no information about the patient. Speaking from experience, it takes a lot to walk into a room where you don't even know if you are welcomed. As a Christian, we are not there to push religion. As my course leader would say, we are there to grow in the knowledge of God and God's creatures, which means I'm there to witness the child of God in that hospital bed, to listen and to be present for whatever they may say or not say. Most of the time, my day was spent with patients who had requested a visit from a chaplain or patients who the nurses said would benefit from a patient from a visit. However, there have been times when I've been walking down the hospital wing, walked by a room on my way to another, and felt a pull to go into that room. Like I've said, I've learned to trust the pull. So in I go, asking God to bless this visit. These pulls have been the most rewarding times in my ministry. One such visit was with an elderly woman who was feeling lonely and depressed. She told me how she was feeling and how wonderful it was that I had walked in. An answer to her prayers, she said. We visited for about an hour where she shared with me the people in her life. She shared with me her faith in God and the way that God had touched her life. For an hour, we laughed and we shed some tears. But it was God who led me to her. God tended to my heart through that beautiful lady. You see, I'm trying to listen to God's voice because I resonate with it. And I believe you do as well. I'm sure you have all felt the same pull that I have. Have you learned to trust it? Have you moved from your head to your heart in order to hear what God is saying to you? God speaks to us in everyday actions. In the visit of a friend from the parish, a call with a family member you have not spoken to in some time. By reconnecting with others, we are connecting with God. But what is the truth that Jesus speaks about? when he says, everybody who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. These are Jesus' words to Pilate. I believe that the one main aspect of the truth is an understanding that there is only one thing 
that is truly effective and lasting in this world. And that is unconditional love. God's love. It is hard for some to see that the quiet, gentle, and persistent love which seeks only the good of others can possibly be the most powerful thing in the world. 1 Corinthians says it best, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoings, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. It is an undeniable fact in the scriptures that God loves all of us unconditionally. Nearly every page of the Bible displays in one form or another God's incredible love. In fact, God's very nature is love. He loves us because it is his very nature to love us. We need to be open to all the many ways in which God's love is made available to us through listening to the word of God, through the sacraments, through the love of our neighbors, through listening to God's voice, and especially through his son. In closing, let me share with you a short story that I think will identify our relationship with God. A young man once lost his job, and growing somewhat desperate about the situation, he went to see an old priest that he knew. As he opened up his heart to the priest, he angrily declared, I begged and begged God to say something to help me. Why doesn't God answer? The old priest, who was sitting across the room, spoke a reply so quiet, the young man was unable to make it out. The young man stepped across the room. What did you say, he asked. The priest repeated himself again in a soft tone. So the young man moved closer until he was leaning on the, on the priest's chair. Sorry, he said, I still didn't hear you. With their heads bent together, the old priest spoke once more. God sometimes whispers, he said, so we will move closer to hear him. May the depth of our relationship with God and each other open our eyes and our hearts to the knowledge and love of God. May we live in the truth that such loving has the potential to transform the world. Jesus is indeed King of King and Lord of Lords, but only because of his great love for us. Amen.